Oof, sisters. In this episode, I'm going to share a little part of my story or a couple parts of my story that I have learned to move through, but I can't say I'm very proud of. So if you are triggered at all by very raw truths, just know this as we go into this. I am excited to share because I know whenever I get more real about things with you, about inner journaling thoughts that I've done, that it seems to land. But gosh, being vulnerable is really, really hard. This is what I'm able to do and feel more safely doing in my one-on-one coaching, in my hormone healing analysis, and definitely in the live coaching aspect of the perimenopause posse. So if vulnerability and raw truths are what help you stay motivated, help you feel like you can connect with yourself a little more, if what you need is a clear path because you are sick of Googling and being stuck and know you simply cannot continue the way you are going, but you don't really know if you can commit to anything big, I want to encourage you to swipe up and join the perimenopause posse. Today is our first live call, our first live coaching call, and you can just listen. You can get your questions answered. It is a month-by-month membership community, and you can cancel anytime. but this is the beginning of where the magic is going to happen in you. All right, I'm taking a deep breath. Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believe Believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose, but you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. What's up, sisters? I'm feeling pretty good in my body today. If you listened to my last episode, you'll know I am exploring, this is my second month now, exploring being sober curious. And along with being sober curious, I have really cut down on processed sugars in my life just to really start to feel what's actually going on in my body. And I did this several years ago when I was in complete hormonal chaos and needed to heal myself. So I'm a big fan of, you know, allowing life to... To, to go, to go with how you feel, to go with feeling what's feeling right. But it's important to know that when you, when you are struggling significantly in your body with that, with that hormonal chaos that we talk about a lot on the show, you know, where you just are thinking a lot about how you feel in your body. Maybe it's something that you're thinking about when you're lying awake at night with your mind racing or when you're getting out of the shower and trying to get dressed in the day. I one of the most freeing things I learned is when I when I learned to balance my hormones and honor my body and listen to what she was saying 
gosh, getting dressed is a heck of a lot easier. And it's not really about the weight and the fact that your clothes fit better as you lean out, but it, it really is feeling good about the decisions you're making and aligning that with your body. So if you have been feeling stuck in that area, that's a little bit about what this episode's about. I'm going to you know, share this after a couple of great conversations I've had with some of my one-on-one clients inside my private one-on-one coaching container. And this is the stuff that I do share inside the perimenopause posse. So again, swipe up if you want to join us there, if these are hitting home for you. But this was a very real journal entry that came to me on one of my after one of my morning sort of meditation walks, which reminds me, if you are starting to walk and exploring that and needing to get good content, surrounding yourself with positive energy in my brain, don't forget that you can write a review here, take a little picture of it on, you know, on iTunes or Spotify and send me that or tag me with a picture of you listening to the podcast in your stories or on social media. And I will email you my walking meditation series that is designed to help you stay in that hormone healing zone and and get your mind in a place where you really are thinking about hormone healing. This is a habit that I do every single day that has is the simplest thing. So it's easy not to do because it's simple, right? We all know like little things can be really easy not to do, but they're simple to do when you make it a habit, that daily movement and that daily intake of mental content that keeps you in that positive mindset in a world where we're constantly being pulled out, where it's normalized to, you know, not take care of ourselves appropriately to look for quick fixes when we know that quick fixes don't work or people wouldn't be trying to lose weight or feel better or have energy or sleep better and all these things. So make sure that you do that if you need it. But this is something that has come up again and again in my one-on-one coaching and you know, is certainly from my experience. And that is a lot of what we want as women is to feel connected and accepted and a part of something around us. And that happens in a lot of ways. That means sometimes we wanna look like other people, we wanna act like them, we wanna be admired by them, you know, we're wanting to be like them. We wanna understand, you know, how to get from here to there, to where they are. And I really believe that we are all really petrified of vulnerability because vulnerability exposes us to the fact that we are not always accepted or connected or wanted. Vulnerability looks like a lot of things, but certainly it looks like a fear of failure at its very core. And so we work really hard to keep ourselves exactly where we are because the devil we know, right, is better than the devil we don't. And that's a really interesting self-sabotage cycle when you think about it because We want to be different, but we're scared to be vulnerable because making change means we're disrupting the ecosystem of our lives. And I know for years, I taught women, and this is one of the things I'm ashamed of, as a fitness coach and a new mom, I believed that the way to, you know, carve out time with yourself was to 
carve out little cracks of your life for you so that you did not disrupt the ecosystem of your family, your spouse, your kids. And this is me very vulnerably saying I was wrong. Our health, our peace of mind, both our health physically and our mindset, that time, time for ourselves should not be squeezed into the life of other people. It should be established and show other people, like namely our children and the people around us, how to prioritize themselves. This is not a habit that any of us are, are doing or that is being normalized in the world because if it was, we wouldn't have so many women struggling in hormonal chaos here in perimenopause. So part of this self-sabotage cycle is that, you know, we end up eating food that we know maybe isn't great for us and justifying it, or we consume things that aren't healthy for us like alcohol, you know, that really impact our entire physiology that make us more hungry or more tired or less energetic or in, unable to lose weight or aging quickly, which is ironic because if you go into social media right now and look at the ads being served to you, a lot of them are around how to look younger, how to have nicer skin, how to lose weight, how to feel better. So if if all we want are these things, and this is the conversations that we're hearing from women is to feel better in our body, and we know that the way to get there is to make different nutrition choices, different movement choices, different life choices, why are we doing this? Why do we stay and choose to, you know, eat these things that we know aren't good for us, consume things? Some of that is definitely a miseducation, but a lot of it is because of this self-sabotage. And we self-sabotage to prove ourselves right, that we are unlovable the way we are are, that we can't be more successful than we are because of the deep-seated fear is if we were to lose the weight or do the different thing and alienate ourselves a little, that we would still be unlovable. Because what would that mean if we did stop drinking or stop eating sugar, if those are the things niggling at you inside? and do the things to be successful in our hormones, in our health, in our energy, in our body, and we didn't become successful, what would that mean if we either didn't become successful at all? Would that mean we weren't good enough, that we're, that we're different, that we're not accepted in that area? Or what would it mean if we became successful and we didn't find happiness? And I'll tell you, as the second part of my story that I am struggling with or that I struggle to share, I'm not struggling with it anymore, is that when I finally calmed the chaos of my body, when I finally did the hard things, everything got quiet and calm on the inside. And in that stillness, in that quiet, is where I could no longer admit I was unhappy. I could no longer, sorry, deny that I was unhappy. I couldn't deny it to myself. And once you look at that, once you open Pandora's box, that there's hard conversations you might need to have with your partner, 
that there's, you know, really big challenging things that you need to change in your life that doesn't have to do with your weight and body, that is way, way scarier. Because once you look at it, you can't, you can't not know it, right? You cannot stop knowing what you now know. And then you have to deal with that thing, right? And this is where these, this hormone imbalance really highlights this in our lives because the added workload on our body of trying to rebalance our hormones naturally in the body makes us more tired and less tolerant. And the lack of estrogen coming at us so consistently makes us not gloss over what we're truly, truly feeling. The circle or the cycle, you know, is that you don't really know what you're missing or what is possible or how great you could be until you clear the, the crap out of your life, until you calm the chaos in your mind and body. You have to get to that point where you're calm, where there's peace inside of you. You have to get to that point so that you can address the real root of the real issue. And not everybody has that, right? You might calm the chaos in your body. You might follow the strategies that I teach, you know, in my one-on-one coaching, in my hormone healing analysis, in the, in the posse. And you might just feel amazing. It might make your relationship better, bring your sex drive back, help you sleep, get your energy back. You might have more patience with your kids, feel unstoppable at work. And that would be incredible. Or you might realize you've got bigger issues to deal with and now you have to deal with them and you're scared. And that was my story. I had bigger things that I had done a really great job of hiding from myself until I calmed everything, started to feel amazing in my body and could no longer deny the truth of what was getting out there. So what's the point of this episode? What's the point of me sharing this with you? I want to encourage you to do the hard piece because here's here's the thing about this midlife unraveling, as Brene Brown calls it. It's not going anywhere. And either you continue down this path of ignoring it and your body will fight you on it. You will get sicker, get more frustrated, get more exhausted, gain more weight. Or you can address it, do the hard thing, and spend the next 30, 40 years of your life feeling free. I'm going to leave you guys with that today. Remember, there are tools out there for you. You have choices to lean in, whether you are in complete hormonal chaos and need to heal that to really hear what's going on, or whether you feel okay, but maybe just, you know, not, not amazing, and you feel like you should feel better. Both of those things are impacted when you choose you, when you take these steps, when you make yourself a priority, when you follow the P4 formula, when you lower the stress in your body, and when you learn how to work in line with that innate, real, rhythm inside our bodies. Okay, sisters, it's time to go out and be more in our lives instead of just less on a scale. Message me directly if this hit home. Share this with someone else. I'm here for you. 
Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.